What is the value of one human life? Yesterday, many churches celebrated the incredible gift and sanctity of human life. And every week throughout the year, Pregnancy Resources lives out the value and sanctity of human life as they impact vulnerable women and men in our community with life-affirming services and education. And here with us this morning to talk about their ministry and how we can be uplifting them in prayer and partnering with them is Pregnancy Resources Executive Director Trisha Wilson. Good morning, Trish. Good morning, friends. Good to see you this morning. It's nice to have you here. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So let's give an overview of your ministry, Trisha, for those that you know, are listening and they don't know everything that you do. So what's going on at Pregnancy Resources? Sure. So Pregnancy Resources has been in the Quad Cities for 33 years. Uh, So it's been just a minute that we've been providing care. (laughs) Um, We offer pregnancy testing and ultrasound care, limited ultrasounds care. We actually have five staff nurses now uh, who can help facilitate those medical appointments. We provide life-affirming options education. Uh, Most women, when they walk through our doors and their partners, they find out that they're pregnant, they weren't planning to be. Really what's going through their mind is, am I going to continue this pregnancy or am I going to terminate the pregnancy? Uh, And so we have a well-developed program uh, where we can talk through a woman's options, Mm -hmm. um, what each of those options could look like, what the ramifications could be. We have honest conversations about loss, right? Because when you're pregnant and not planning on it, no matter what you do next, there's going to be a loss. Uh, Mm -hmm. Whether you continue the pregnancy and parent or whether you place for adoption, uh, whether you terminate the pregnancy, uh, life is going to be different than you thought it was going to be. And Mm -hmm. which of those differences can you live with? What is the loss that you can sustain? So we walk through that. Um, We also have a very developed after-abortion care program um, for women and men who have an abortion decision in their past and have recognized the um, unexpected trauma of that decision. We have other women and men who have been through it themselves who lead an eight-week biblical Bible Mm. study on on processing and healing from Mm. your abortion. Uh, We don't believe that there's any sin that permanently separates us from God, right? Uh, The cross is big enough to carry all of that. Man, we have women and men who have carried the shame and pain of an abortion decision for decades, Mm. you know, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Some of them, it's been six weeks, six months, 18 months. Uh, So it doesn't matter where you are in that abortion journey. We want to come alongside you. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've also recently added uh, something called post-abortion medical screening. Um, One of the ugly sides of the abortion industry is when they provide uh, an abortion, whether it be through a pill or a surgical surgical, um, appointment, there is no follow-up care. Right. You're not their patient as soon as that procedure is done. And so if we know that you've had a termination, one of our nurses is going to get permission to call you uh, two to four weeks after your procedure to bring you back into the center so that we can do a medical wellness check and a mental health check. Um, We know that women who have had one termination are much more likely to have uh, subsequent terminations. And Mm -hmm. this is an opportunity to not only check on her physical and emotional health, but also to begin to speak to the possibility of life with the next pregnancy. Um, So we've just added that service in the last about six weeks, and we've already begun to see women um, and see the impact of this new service. Mm -hmm. Um, For people who continue their pregnancy, uh, 
we have a beautiful relationship with several adoption agencies uh, if they decide mm-hmm. that placing for adoption is the right choice. And if they determine that they want to parent, we have all kinds of classes that they can take, uh, uh, healthy baby pregnancy basics classes, mm-hmm. how to care for your child in the first six to eight weeks of life, how to maintain health during your pregnancy. And then we have a parenting class uh, for for people who have children ages five and under. And we have a men's program uh, where men can come into the center and they can meet with men mentors or dad coaches, um, and they can learn how to be the father that God intended them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and with those things, you can earn things like diapers and car seats and clothes. You know, last year we gave away almost 300 cans of free formula, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, along with thousands of diapers mm-hmm. and and you mm-hmm. know hundreds of families that came in to get clothing. So. It's a very holistic approach Mm -hmm. uh, to caring for the family. Mm -hmm. Now, with this month being Sanctity of Human Life Month, and then yesterday that was that specific Sunday, um, how do you see the church moving forward, really, on life issues? Do you think that because of the Dobbs decision that people are backing off, or are they leaning in to pro-life and, you know, culture at large, not necessarily the church, but culture at large, do you think that... This has taken a back seat somewhat in their thoughts because of Roe versus Wade no longer being in effect. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure that people understand the full impact of the Dobbs decision. Um, we we are still. Um, doing a lot of myth busting, if Mm -hmm. you will. Uh, There are many people in the community at large that uh, on both sides of the issue Mm -hmm. who believe that with the Dobbs decision, abortion was eliminated. Um, That absolutely is not what happened. Uh, It really didn't happen in the state of Illinois. It also didn't happen in the state of Iowa. What it did was it it decentralized the discussion. Um, Mm -hmm. and, And it's now no longer a federally protected opportunity. It's something that each state has to decide for their own, right? And so what we have seen is states that were pro-life have moved to become even more life-protecting, and states like Illinois Mm -hmm. that are pro-choice, pro-abortion, have taken drastic steps to continue to um, protect and expand abortion opportunities uh, in those states. Mm -hmm. So... um, it's challenging, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's challenging for the church, I think, to understand sometimes abortion is not an out there problem. Uh, it's a right here problem, right? Um, it's one in four women that choose to have an abortion in the church and out of the church. Mm-hmm. It's one in four men that encourage or support that decision in the church and out of the church. Mm-hmm. And today we know more abortions happen in the private bathroom than at the abortion clinic, right? It's almost 60% of abortions now where that mom gets those pills, takes them back to her house. She becomes her own abortionist and her bathroom becomes the place where that, that pregnancy is terminated. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the entire culture um, of what is happening mm. looks a lot different than it wow. did 
even five or 10 years ago, mm-hmm. let alone back in 1972, right? right. Um, yeah. things, things change so rapidly. Uh, you know, the FDA just a couple of weeks ago came out, removed restrictions. So abortion pills can now be dispensed through any pharmacy. Um, CVS and Walgreens jumped right on the bandwagon and said, we will absolutely become your abortion provider. Um, they've already started the process of becoming uh, approved to be able to do that. Um, the, um, the mail system has come out and said, even in states where abortion is illegal, we will still deliver abortion pills to people's homes. Um, the Department of Human Health and Resources on the federal level was um, encouraged by our president to look for ways to protect a woman's access to abortion, regardless of the state that she lives in, right? And then Illinois has just created some... Very aggressive policy, Um, especially in the last week of the last term, in the lame duck term, uh, they passed some very aggressive legislation Mm -hmm. um, to protect abortion. So, and if your nose isn't in the policy all of the time, you don't necessarily understand what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Tricia, what should we as believers, followers of Christ, I mean, what should we be praying for? What should we do to get involved to make people realize that that Roe versus Wade being overturned is not the end all. And how do we get involved? Right. So um, the first thing that we encourage everyone to do is um, to be empowered to have conversations with the people who are in your circle, right? Because Ken, your circle is different than mine. Deb, your circle is different than mine. Uh, To be talking to the people in your circle about the value of life, Mm -hmm. Um, especially in the younger generations, they are very undecided about how they feel about life, when life begins, when life matters, um, who's Um, whose needs have greater importance. Um, So begin having those conversations now um, with with your kids, with your grandkids, with your neighbors, with your friends. And I know it can be awkward, uh, but the truth is Mm -hmm. if the people of God can't step up and have awkward conversations, who will? Right. Right. Who will? Um, The next thing you could do is, man, you could just uh, make it a commitment to pray for uh, pregnancy resources and women's choice Mm -hmm. and other pregnancy care centers across the nation uh, as we become bigger and bigger targets. Um, right. Everything that happens at a, at a Christian pregnancy care center is rooted first and foremost in spiritual warfare. Yes. Um, life physical and life eternal mm. hangs in the balance. And those women and men and their families who have chosen to, chosen to be in this frontline ministry, they need spiritual protection. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we need to be praying for protection over their health and over their physical safety, over their families, over their marriages, over their children children. Because uh, when you're committed uh, and and darkness can't get you to change your mind, uh, darkness will just try and distract you and dissuade you. And what better way to do that than Mm -hmm. to attack your health uh, or your families, right? Or your finances or your safety. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And then to just pray that those men and women who are facing an unplanned pregnancy would have people that um, value life Mm-hmm. speak into their life, right? Mm-hmm. God can use all people. God That's doesn't right. just use his people. That's right. God yeah, can that's use right. all people. Uh-huh. Um, and so we are always praying, Lord, 
send life-affirming people into this woman's life, into this man's life, that will say to them, um, your only option isn't death. You can do this. And I know it seems hard right now, but it won't always be what it feels like today, mm. right? Just just giving the opportunity to see the potential for something different. Mm. I love that. Mm-hmm. So let's take the next step then. If people want to help at the center, do you have some needs for volunteering or do you have some physical needs that people can provide? Sure, sure. Well, there are always volunteer needs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, we are now open in Moline six days a week, um, Monday through Saturday. We mm-hmm. especially need people who are available every other Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we opened last year, it was just about a year ago, we opened uh, yeah. the first week in January last year, and all we were able to do was pregnancy tests and ultrasounds because it was just staff. Um, now we have a few volunteers, and we've been, been able to start to add some of those classes and some of those mm-hmm. other material support services. Uh, but we have to have the people in the building to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're looking for people that can do uh, Davenport volunteer specifically or Saturday volunteering in Moline um, if you have time. Uh, If you don't have time, uh, we are always in need of material things like um, diapers and clothes up to size 3T. Um, Especially this time of year, we need those longer like pants and long sleeve shirts. Uh, Sometimes sometimes we'll get donations in December that are things like, my kid outgrew their swim trunks. Here's their (laughs) swim trunks. That's awesome. It's snowing. (laughs) Right. So really what we need are the kind of clothes that you would wear outside right now. Uh, Those are the clothes that we need for babies right now. Um, And then, of course, it always takes funds uh, Mm -hmm. and finances to do ministry, right? We like to sure. say ministry takes money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and we, we are very good stewards, uh, but there are still things to do like pay nurses and pay light bills and sure. purchase the medical supplies. So um, yeah, those would be mm-hmm. just a few things. Right. So Tricia, before we let you go, we're talking today about um, witnessing the power of prayer. So do you have a quick story you could tell maybe about how you've seen the power of prayer recently in your ministry? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, recently in our ministry, we had a young lady that came in, and by young, I mean like in her 20s, okay, mm-hmm. uh, who came in and was pregnant, was very conflicted. Um, she she came for a pregnancy test and a subsequent ultrasound. She actually met with an adoption agency. She met with her local doctor um, to talk about what it would look like to have an abortion. Uh, every time she came into the center, uh, we were covering her with prayer. Mm. Um, she came in first for a pregnancy test, then for an ultrasound, then for a second ultrasound, then for a third ultrasound. Um, And and it was at that fourth ultrasound appointment where she took a minute and said, "Uh, man, every time I see that baby on the screen, it's, it looks more like a baby. I am recognizing this is a human within me. This is not a part of my body, but this is a different person. And that has to shape my change, Mm -hmm. my, my, my choice. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Um, and and so through that entire process, uh, every time we knew she was coming in, we were fervently as a team Mm -hmm. praying, Mm -hmm. um, Lord, let her see life. Lord, let her heart be softened. Mm -hmm. Lord, send people into 
her pathway that mm-hmm. encourage what she can do that is not harmful to her or to her child. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so uh, we believe right now that she is committed to her life choice. Uh, we are continuing to pray for her, mm-hmm. right? And we would encourage you to do the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes it, it's one prayer and God takes care of it. Right. And sometimes it's a season of prayer. It's a repetitive mm-hmm. prayer. Christ himself did that in the Garden of Gethsemane, right. you know, praying multiple times. Um, and so our, our Savior has even demonstrated, man, it's OK to go back to the Father more than once about the same thing right. uh, yep. until the the issue has been resolved or the answer has been revealed. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. sometimes the answer is revealed and the issue is still there. Right. Um, right. But yeah, right. so so we were very excited by that. And we 100 percent recognize that prayer was a part of, of that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Well, I tell you what, as we wrap things up again, just give us some information how people can get a hold of you. If they want to donate, they want to give their time, whatever that might be. Yeah, absolutely. So if people want to donate um, or find out more about the ministry, the easiest way to do that is to go to our website. And our website is qcpregnancy.org. Um, after three years, I get it right. I know how <laughs> yeah. you guys feel about that because you have numbers that change every now and again. So, yeah, right. Um, so yeah. So the um, that's the easiest way to get in touch with us. If if you want to make a phone call, then you can simply call three zero nine seven nine seven. 3636. That's our Moline number, but you can pick which center you want to talk to uh, because there's a press one, press two okay, option, good. right? Oh, good. Um, so, so really, it doesn't matter if you call the Moline number or the Davenport number. You start at the same switchboard uh, and you can just pick your office um, and, and you can just you know pick the center that's closest to you mm-hmm. and then you could simply ask, what do you need today? Because today, Moline mm-hmm. might need size three diapers. Uh, tomorrow, Davenport might need some bibs and some bottles, right? Um, yeah, so if you good. want to ma- meet an immediate mm. need, just call the center mm. and say, I'm headed to Walmart. What can I grab for you? Occasionally, they might say Febreze. Like, you just <laughs> never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love That's that great. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I do, yeah. too. That's great. Well, Tricia, we sure appreciate you and love you, and thank you mm. for what you're doing um, and how you care so much. We can see that, your excitement. Mm -hmm. Uh, about wanting to make a change in this. And so that's Tricia Wilson, Executive Director of Pregnancy Resources. Love you. Thank you. Good to see you. Thank you, friends. Bye.